everyone. This is Melanie. Hello, everyone. This is Savvy Mom. And welcome to the Savvy Girls Podcast. We are podcasting from St. Albert, Alberta, and we have a great show for you today. We have an overtired bird who's trying to either peck eyes or run around, and we have lots of knitting content. So sit back. <laughs> do something or other. With, do, do more with your sticks than we have done, and enjoy the show. And I say, hey, 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 it's just an ordinary day, and it's all your state of mind. At the end of the day, you just got to say it's all right. So, Mom, what are you, hold on, first we have to say hi to the bird. Hey, baby. Bird won't say hi when she sees the uh, recorder. Hold on started off. So when Melanie told me that we were going to be recording a podcast, I went into a bit of a panic because I haven't been doing much crafting lately. I've been a little bit occupied with uh, natural events that have gone on recently. You mean the bird? Uh, no. You mean the gerbil? No. You mean natural events? Yes. Oh. 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 Right. Right. Do you want to tell the story, Mom? Well... Because I wasn't in town. The Edmonton area has um, experienced a lot of violent thunderstorms in the past little while. It's just that, that time of year, the heat builds up during the day, and uh, the cool air comes in, and... There are thunderclouds and lightning, and about a week and a half ago, I was fast asleep in my bed when the smoke alarm went off, and it kept going off and off, and it was... Luckily, acrylic is not flammable. That wasn't my first thought. My first thought was that, oh, heck, I've got to turn off of, off my um, clock radio. Right. And I kept hitting the clock radio and moving the buttons from left to right and right to left, and they wouldn't stop. The noise just wouldn't stop. Finally, I was awake enough to realize that it wasn't the clock radio alarm. It was a horrible, horrible sound. And I realized that there was a funny smell coming up from somewhere. So I quickly put some clothes on, because I certainly couldn't go outside the way I looked. Hold on one sec, Mom. <coughs> what is with <coughs> the bird right now? She's very vocal. Yeah, that's her ang angry sound. <coughs> so, I think I should put her home. Do you like knitting? <laughs> she flew away with that question. All right, so you heard this. So I heard this ungodly noise. I realized that my clock radio wasn't going to turn off, that it wasn't the clock radio. I threw some clothes on. I quickly walked through the upstairs, uh, the second floor of the house where I had been sleeping. Things were smelling kind of acrid in the stairwell. The light in the stairwell wouldn't go on. So I went downstairs. The smell was stronger. I couldn't find any fire. I couldn't find any smoke. It was like at the end of Don Giovanni when the doors to hell opened to admit him. Did you think it was perhaps the doors of hell opening to admit you? No, but I thought it was really unusual. <laughs> also, you know, that at the end of Don Giovanni, it was pretty unusual. And I was a little bit worried. So I took a quick walk through the basement, and everything seemed fine. And you went down there alone? Yes. Jeez, you're brave. <laughs> it's only it's my basement. It's terrifying down there. It's just full. <laughs> it's scary and dark. Go on, Mom. There are lights. And then I came up to the main floor and took a walk around and tried to find out why there was this funny smell, and I noticed that a tray that I had on the hearth in front of the fireplace had been knocked off. And so we have this hearth. It's, it's We have a brick fireplace, and there's a marble hearth, hearth uh, raised about three bricks off of the ground. And 
Uh, the tray had been knocked off of there. I had a closer look, and I saw that the wire that connects, or it's not called a wire, it's called a cable, that connects the television to the computer had burst in the middle, had knocked some of the the uh, corners of the bricks off, it had left a huge soot mark. I followed the wire to the television, and... The wire had been blown off of the television. There was soot all over the walls and little pieces of plastic embedded in the walls. I followed the wire to the other end, and sure enough, it had been blown off of the computer, and I didn't bother taking the CPU out. But the uh, computer obviously was fried. The printer was flashing all kinds of lights, but there was no display on it. And as Savvy Savvy Bro said when I said, well, it was on, the lights were on. He said, the lights are on, but nobody's home. So I took stock of things. Uh, I I thought, oh, I should get the car out of the garage. The garage door opener wouldn't work. Some of the lights, some of the lights were out. I went down and I, I tripped the uh, reset the circuit breaker. There was only one that was gone. I was hit by lightning. Oh, we haven't said what it was yet. Yeah, this right with the bird at the other end of the room. Yeah, this was in the middle of a violent, violent, very loud thunderstorm, and uh, my neighbor next door was sitting. He said he was sitting uh, awake. This was around four thirty-five o'clock in the morning, and some of his lights went out. And as he reset his circuit breakers, he said to himself, "Gee, I wonder how close this was. This was really quite, you know, quite quite something to have have the lights go out like that, and need resetting." And I said, "Well, they were right next door to you." Oh dear. So you've been dealing with insurance people and cable people and electric people and... We had no no internet We had for no internet. A week, more than a week, by the time the cable company uh, internet provider could get here. But now we're back online. I am just using a very old, or a couple of very, very old, very slow laptops... But I'm thankful that I have something, and I'm very, very thankful that it wasn't worse. It could have been a lot worse. So that's what I'm dealing with, and there was no yarn lost. Savvy Melanie is walking around the room looking for a hair elastic, which she had donated to the bird to entertain the bird. I think it's gone. I think it's gone. It's gone. I'll just have hair everywhere. All right, so, Mom. So that's what has been keeping me busy. Well, those are a lot of things. I know. And tomorrow, okay, the last three podcasts were travel podcasts. That trip I finished on um, June. Which trip was that? No, that was the most recent trip. I finished it on sometime June 20th or so. Yeah. So I guess it's the end of July. But I came home. I was here for a week. And I'm sorry, the bird is so overtired right now. So she doesn't know what she's doing. She's just hopping around. You're supposed to close the door when you put her in, like now. Now she is in the cage. Now the door needs to be shut, oh, or she keeps. Oh, oh she she's keeps in coming the pineapple. Out. She put herself in her in oh. her soft pineapple just bed. Just give her a second while she thrashes around in there, and then she'll That's go to sleep. So cute. Anyway, so I came home on the twentieth. I left again. Maybe I came home a little later. I think the twenty fifth. I left again on the 4th to perform my new show, Piaf and Brel, a music of Edith Piaf and Jacques Brel. I went to perform it in Regina, Saskatchewan, and then I went to perform in Winnipeg, Manitoba. And the run sold out in Winnipeg. It was actually pretty amazing. And I also premiered a new show called Jazz Cat, which is about cats and And music. And jazz. And jazz, And so that's done. I did that in... Winnipeg, and now I tomorrow I am heading to Edinburgh, Scotland via Paris. I will be leaving tomorrow, so there will be more travel and more travel yarn adventures. No, I have not packed my travel knitting yet. So, since the podcast is due, and since we wouldn't want to leave people not like we're talking about knitting anyway, but we wouldn't want to leave people in the lurch, I suppose. 
Mom and I are going to talk for the next several minutes about something, so there will be an episode out, and we will be at least somewhat responsible. Okay, so I have to ask you a question. Oh, okay. How much guilt should I be feeling that I'm not crafting at this time? At the second? No. Because we're podcasting. In general, in the last month. It's been really, really hot. Well, it's been hot, and I've had some yard work done. And you visited me in Winnipeg. Right. And then lightning. Although that might have been punishment for your lack of crafting. I know. I think you should feel very, very guilty. If we're going to get down to it, Mom. I have a goal for this summer. It's just not to craft at all, clearly. That's not my goal. <laughs> I, I expressed my goal on another podcast. I don't, I don't listen. Yes, <laughs> I guess I was right beside you. I think I did. I okay, said well, that my goal for the oh, summer... Oh, I know. You did express your goal. Right. Is that... I want to put together at least one Afghan. That is a good goal. Because I must have oh, 150 Afghan squares. And that how is that going? Not well. And Savvy Bro is moving into a new place on Tuesday. And I haven't done the border around the um, the Afghan that I gave to him for his birthday, which was at the end of October. And now it's the end of July. Do you think I should be feeling guilt about that? Yes. Thanks. Yes, I Yes, I do. Oh, isn't that generous of you? I agree. So you, have you started it at all? You agree with what? You're not even I'm listening. Looking the, I'm looking up the word we're bringing back. Oh. So there is a reason... I'm doing this. Hold on. Okay. So what? What was your question? Okay. My question was, um, I honestly wasn't listening. The last no, she minutes. wasn't I was listening. She wasn't listening to herself. You uh, asked me if I had started it. Have you started it? I have finished the Afghan except for the border. But have you started the border? No, any? I haven't. See, I, I just clarifying. Okay. <laughs> I'm really tired. I know. All right. Podcast on. So, you have not met your crafting goal, but the summer is only... Half over. Less than half if you consider fall begins September 21st. Whoa. That gives you a lot of time. Right. That's true. Just saying. I should work on Savvy Bros Afghan first, and then when I finish the border, then put together one of the many... Afghans Many. that I have. Well, what about Snowflake? I know which one I would start. What about Snowflake? I haven't crocheted anything lately. Remember I made the Babel hat? The one I with do. the sheep on yes. it? I actually for made Shetland two. Holy, you made one for your, your swap partner. I one did. For you. And one for me. I just need to put a pom-pom on it. But a good friend of mine is has just started that hat. So she was very excited to hear that. I had already made it. And how did this come up? Because I didn't know you talked knitting with your friends. Actually, in our congregation, there's a group of women who are starting a knitting group. And are they going to let you in? Excuse me? Well, you're a crocheter. Are they, is it all inclusive? I am both a knitter and a crocheter. Well, good. I am bi-craftual. Del- I am multi-craftual. Yes, since you also embroider. Sew so. and do other things, yes. So yes, the yes, but uh, we're not going to start meeting till September because people are going to be away. But uh, she was talking to somebody about this hat that she was just starting, and it's going to have sheep all around it. And I said to her, "That wouldn't be the babble hat, would it?" Did you say it like that? I did. Oh dear! And she was very excited. So things we shouldn't tell Deborah. This is a new topic. Usually there would be music, but I really have to pack. So things, things we're, we, we're not telling Deborah. Do you have anything? Since she doesn't listen to the podcast, this is your chance, Mom. Everyone in the world might hear this except for Deborah. So is there anything you, you want to... You, well, I, I, I think she would be very upset to hear that the bird hates her room. Oh, her, bird, her old bedroom. The bird does hate her old bedroom. Yeah, she she doesn't like that room at all. You took her in there today. We were trying to get some pictures. The light was very ambient for bird pictures. And? No, she was having none of that. Okay. So that's okay. She likes your bedroom. Of course she likes my bedroom. My bedroom comes with food. <laughs> because, you know, of, course, of course, because doesn't every bedroom come with food? We have sunflower seed parties in my uh, bed. Okay. 
All right, so that's one thing. I have a thing not to tell Deborah. You do. You know how she made that lovely costume for me for my show that I love and I wear. Oh, yes. Don't put the dress away when it's wet with your nasty wetness and forget about it because it starts to go moldy. It's so You nasty. want to share this with all of your listeners? I just did. Oh, my gosh. So I'm going to get it cleaned when I get to Edinburgh. And oh. I put it outside and it smells slightly less vinegary. Oh. I didn't dear. know that kind of smell could come out of me. And yet it did. Sweat from the stage. I know. Do you okay. Think that, will they really think I peed? Well, if you put things that way, yes. I didn't say ammonia. N- no, but I didn't pee on the dress. See, I'm so glad you clarified that. I don't pee on dresses. It's a beautiful dress. It's a beautiful costume. I did pee on a tractor the other day. You peed on a tractor. It was in Winnipeg, at the Fringe. What? And I was going to see a show, and I really had to pee, and they were. There were no washrooms, but in that venue and the next venue, they had just locked it for the night. There were supposed to be washrooms available, and I could not sit through an hour at that point. And so the, there was this, I mean, I meant for it to go under, but it, anyway, other things we don't want Deborah to know. I'm giving her a look. <laughs> I am your mother, and you told me that you, in public, peed on a tractor. Well, no one else was watching as far as there's probably a camera. It's Winnipeg. <laughs> That's the least of their worries. Oy. <laughs> so what, what, what else do we not want Deborah to know? I have something else, but it's you, you first. Uh, I can't think of anything. Really? This is your chance. I can't think of anything I wouldn't want to share with her. I have two skeins of buffalo yarn. Oh, and? And if she knew, I would have one to zero. Oh. <laughs> so that's something that Deborah does not know and will not know. Right. Anything else? I didn't have anything the last time you asked. <laughs> oh, yeah. What else? Um, I've been traveling with a pair of her socks for months. <laughs> they're not all that comfortable, but they're mine now. Have you washed them? Of course it's not okay. like I put clothes away wet. The last performance. It, I just wanted to get it out of there. It was so... There was no air conditioning that day. They turned it off in the venues, and there was a full house of people and the stage lights, and I didn't pee on the dress. That I'm so glad you clarified that. <sighs> anything else we don't want Deborah to know? I didn't have anything the first two times <laughs> you you've did, asked you me. the first time. Or the last two times you asked me. All right, so I guess that's that. That's that topic. All right, all right. So, music? So, what a... Music? Just make some music? Come on, I don't have time to find music today, Mike. I've got a pack. Just make some music. <laughs> okay, next topic. This is the worst podcast ever. Come on, Mom. Okay, so what are you thinking of taking with you for travel crafts? <sighs> travel knitting? Well, I don't know. I thought I'd start making a rug. <laughs> no, I don't know. Although, oh, okay, I actually have a... St- I, what? You actually have something in mind, my daughter the knitter? No, remember the first time I went to Israel when I went to live on the kibbutz there? Mm-hmm. And I had no idea how to pack for a trip, and I tried mm-hmm. to bring two dolls, and we're talking big dolls, remember? Mm-hmm. You talked me out of that. And I thought I would do a sewing project on the airplane. Mm-hmm. And so I brought all this material and stuffing and needles and thread and there was no talking you out of it it wasn't i don't i didn't make anything of course not it was just i went around for three months with all this sewing stuff and didn't that was really dumb Mm -hmm. (laughs) so i will probably keep on working on my shawl or i'll start socks probably a shawl i mean i'd rather make a hat but i'd have to Maybe I should make a hat. I don't know. Don't look at me. It's what you feel like making. I have to say, I can't say nothing. It's a knitting podcast. <laughs> and I'll be hanging out with knitters. Probably I should just keep going on this shawl. So That's a good idea. It's kind of boring at this point because I'm using size 8 needles instead of size 6. And I'm using worsted yarn instead of fingering yarn. And so it's a little bigger than expected. 
so I'm not sure what to do. You'll be hanging out with knitters. Why? Because I have friends in Edinburgh who are knitters. You you do. And do. last year... They came to my show because it was about knitting. And this year it's not. I thought it was very funny the way you started your your uh, Piaf and Brel show. How you asked how many people were there hoping to hear more knitting songs from the year before. <laughs> and people actually were. They... You have a following in Winnipeg. Luckily, they were not around the tractor that day. Oh. <laughs> All right, let's bring a word back. I'm afraid to ask. The word, it's a good word. Okay. The word is havering. Not hovering, but... Havering. Havering. It's a British word, British, okay. Scottish, it's Northern Britain, and I read it in a book yesterday, and I thought it was time to bring it back. All right, and... I have never heard of havering. It means to talk foolishly or to babble. As you repeat, uh, as sometimes people do. So we could, co- have, we could have called that hat the havering hat. We could call this podcast today the havering podcast. <laughs> because it was the babble hat. Yes, I, I, I you got, got the joke. I, I did okay. get that. I was right. just ignoring the ha- it. Yeah, okay. Yes. The havering I, hat. I, I got, I'm still, still ignoring it. Right. Could you use it in a sentence, please? Instead of actually being respectable podcasters today, Savvy Mom and Melanie kept havering on, possibly due to the amount of espresso they had earlier and possibly due to intense fatigue. The end. <laughs> Good you, word. Okay. You. Can you use it in a sentence? Mom? Um, I probably could. Sometimes Mom havers to me about her crochet. But usually it's very relevant. But not always. Love you, Mom. I'm trying to think of a of a sentence to use havering. Uh, something that's relevant to us. Oh, some of your fans kept havering on about other shows they had seen, and that was very annoying. That is very annoying when... When yes. you want them just to talk about how wonderful your show is. Basically, that's all I ever exactly. want anyone to talk about. That and the bird and the gerbil. Exactly. So we are not even half done, this podcast. That is so good. I thought we should talk about projects you'd like to make in the fall. Ooh. Ooh, okay. Okay. Hey, Veron. <laughs> um... Well, I'd like to add, I have so many afghans to put together, I really should not be starting a new project. You haven't done those square months forever, don't you have a lot of months? I know, I have a lot. And that's what I was about to say, is that I have probably about 22 squares that I did with the block a month crochet, crochet along group. And I did those over a couple of years, and I really should uh, finish about eight more. I aim for 30, so it's a five-foot by six-foot afghan, and presumably I would then add a border around, which would add another maybe six inches, three inches around. Um, And yes, so that I'd like to do. I, I have the yarn. You should do it. You said yeah. in the fall. Oh, no. in the fall. I forgot. In the fall. In the fall. In you the asked fall. about the fall. So this summer, one or two Afghans I should put together. Or put together one and border for another. I suppose I should have a goal. I've always wanted a vest. A really sexy vest. Oh. That you wear a cool white crisp shirt underneath of which I own zero. Would you wear? Would you want a vest that buttoned up the front? No, or no, went over I, your head. I'm not making buttonholes, Mom. There are limits to everyone's. I see. I, I mean, I hate knitting. I'm not making button. No, here's no, a person who hates knitting. No buttonholes. And who is planning on traveling to Paris and Edinburgh and taking knitting projects with her. Okay, singular knitting project. Right. And now I might just leave it behind. I also, no, just Mom. This is the same person. This is the same person who brought a knitting project along 
to Sudan and Brunei and barely did it and uh. hauled it all over the world and also brought it, for that matter, to Regina and Winnipeg and did not do it. You were a little busy there. So let's talk about travel nightmare stories. All right. Okay, do you want to go first? I'm trying to think of... When they were smoking in the airplane with the vape machine. And you couldn't breathe? That was not pleasant. So tell the story, because we have to use up time, and we've talked about knitting enough, I think. Well, I was on an airplane, and I, I really have a problem with cigarette smoke, and the person sitting directly in front of me was smoking an e-cigarette. This is before they said, now they prohibit Now there are rules. This is about two and a half years ago, before rules. And I asked him politely to please put it out because the odor was bothering me and I was going, I was starting to cough and I didn't, did not want to have a coughing attack. I was having trouble breathing. And he said, there is no smoke from this. This is an e-cigarette. I said, yes, but there is still a smell coming from it. Could you please, could you please turn it off or whatever you and do you with one nice of these? And I had been nice to him earlier. And I had been nice to, yes, I had been nice I to know, him. I know, I was afraid of flying or something. Yeah, and I had been very helpful to him. And uh, he just said, no, there are no rules. I don't have to. So I called over the flight attendant and he gave them the same argument. There are no rules. I don't have to. And she said, yes, you do. We've asked you to... to uh, We've asked you to uh, stop smoking your e-cigarette, and please stop. So as soon as she walked away, he started again, and I pushed the button and had her come back. After they came back three times, they finally confiscated it and gave it. said they would give it back to him. Three times? Three times, yeah. Wow. Give it back to him when he left the plane. Uh, on another trip, somebody lit one of these up. As we were all standing, getting ready to uh, leave the airplane, and I asked him to please, could he please wait until we were in uh, not in an enclosed space that it was going to make me ill, and he said no, I'll smoke it because there are no rules. I can smoke it, and I'm allowed to. And I asked him again very nicely, and he absolutely refused and continued to puff away and. Then I turned to everybody who was standing there in the aisles, everyone standing waiting to get off the plane. I said, is there nobody here who would support me to ask him to please put this out until he gets inside the terminal or into an open area? And not one person stood up for me. Not one person. I couldn't believe it, and I looked at people directly in the eye, and they absolutely would not. If I had been there, Mom, I would have saved you. Would you? No, I probably would have gotten kicked off the plane. Uh, I would have tried. Okay. <laughs> what? Oh, it's funny now, isn't I it? I think there's a much better story about to be told about travel. So I have been threatened three times by flight attendants to be removed from the plane. Oh. Three times! And you know what? I'm a pretty nice person, but not always. And you think, I mean, you'd think it would take a fair amount of crazy, one would think, before they threatened to remove somebody from an airplane. But it keeps happening, and it happened the other day. What was the first incident? Okay, the first time I was flying to Argentina um, via Houston. I think it had taken off in Houston. I couldn't reach the overhead bids. It was a huge plane. I'm not that tall, but I'm also not the shortest person. I'm pretty short. I'm five feet, I'm five feet tall. It's not that short. So I, I was trying to reach the overhead compartments to get my bag in when we were boarding, and I couldn't, I couldn't quite reach the thing to open it. And so someone else offered to help me, and, and no one talked English on this flight. Even though we were coming from Houston, most people were from Argentina, and so the English was very minimal, and my Spanish is kind of minimal. So he offered to help. He opened the overhead bin, said, oh, there's no room. But here, if we take this one down, we can put yours. We can put this one up. Well, the girl who that one he took down, to whom it belonged, came over and went crazy at me. And this was all in Spanish. And I told her that, you know, basically, I I, I didn't do it. I can't, you know, this wasn't me. It wasn't me. So the flight attendant came over and said, is this your bag that, that went up in place of hers? And I said, 
yes, again, the English was actually still minimal. And I said, yes, it, it is my bag, but I didn't do it. I can't reach the overhead compartments. And she she was screaming at me, not the flight attendant, but the girl, and basically going into a tantrum. And I said, look, I don't know what I'm supposed to do because she is going crazy at me. And I, and they, he basically said, if both of you don't calm down, we're kicking you off the flight. And I said, look, this is unfair. I can't reach the overhead compartments. Someone should have come to help me. And they said, if you can't reach the overhead compartments, you shouldn't bring carry-on onto the airplane. Oh, American Airlines. Oh, And they lost my bag on the way back. But, um, oh. yeah, so that was that flight. The second flight was oh. when I was traveling with the bird in the spring. So I stowed the bird under the seat, went to use the washroom before the plane took off because I was stuck by a window. And this guy sitting in the back row said, you can't use the bathrooms before the plane takes off. And I said, actually, you can. So he, he said, and then he kept going, no, you can't. And I said, yes, you can. And I waited. The person who was using it came out of the bathroom and then I went in and, you know, there were no tractors. So <laughs> I peed. I was, I came out and I said, see, okay, I'm not always the best person. I said, see, obviously they're open. And he, he, he looked at me. He's like, well, you probably weren't supposed to be in there. And I said, don't be an idiot. Just mind your own business. And because really this was just, he just wouldn't shut up about it. And he just went off on me. And again, I just stood there and he was going off. And I said, you know what? You're acting like a child. Just back off. I want to go to my seat. Well, the flight attendant just heard that. And so, again, I got threatened to be kicked off the plane again. Oh, no. The other one happened the other day. I was coming from... Where was I? Oh, I was coming from Winnipeg, Calgary, Edmonton. So, Winnipeg, the flight was A, late. And B, there was no one, there, there was some kind of malfunction. We couldn't get off the plane. So we were stuck in the airplane for several minutes, just standing there stuck for probably about 18, 19 minutes. And we were about 15 minutes late. And I had maybe 40 minutes turnaround between my flight. And I, I got bronchitis a couple months ago. And then pleurisy. I'm mostly better. Still can't really breathe, though, if I run. Also totally out of shape. But we'll <laughs> go with the pleurisy. So... So, okay, when they finally open the doors, we get off the plane. As we're getting off, I turn to the flight attendant because this, I've, I've been, I've had some close shaves before. And I said, look, have you called the gate? Do they know I, you know, my flight boarded 15 minutes ago. Do they know I'm coming? And she said, we called the gate, but no one answered. So I said, okay, fine. I assume that usually when this happens, there's a dedicated Air Canada agent. This was Air Canada. The other one was WestJet. So this has been three for three airlines. Um, so I figured there'd be a dedicated agent outside. The person outside, I think, was playing Pokemon Go on his phone. <laughs> he was not looking up. I don't know if he... Anyway, he there wasn't a, a useful... I, I'm pretty sure he was just sort of there. He wasn't the dedicated agent. There was no agent. There were no signs to say where the gate was, and it didn't print on my ticket. So I didn't know which way to go, because there were gates in both directions. So there was... Plus, I really had to pee. So there were no tractors. So I had to find a bathroom. (laughs) Well, this is drinking lots of water. Um, This is a common theme. And anyway, they started calling my name in the terminal, but it was a seven-minute run away. There was a sign that said, you know, 10 minutes. So running it took seven. I booted it through the terminal, got there. I I was dying. I was coughing. I'm basically dying. And I told the guy there, I said, look, I'm here, I'm here, but just so you know, if someone had either answered the phone or if there had been a dedicated agent like they're supposed to be, it would have been really helpful. And his answer was, you can board now. And I said, look, I'm boarding, but I would appreciate if someone escalates this concern because if it had been an older person, they wouldn't have made this flight. And actually later, after I was on the flight, two Air Canada employees sauntered on from the flight I had been on. So clearly they had called ahead and said that they were coming and they held the plane. So all they needed to do was call. So I said, look, it just would have been very helpful if they had called. Can you please just write someone down, write something down or tell someone? I knew he wasn't going to, but just make the gesture because I was coughing and gasping and it wasn't pretty and I was sweaty and not as sweaty as with the dress, but not, I was not (laughs) a happy camper at that moment. And he said, look, either talk more to me or board the plane. You have a choice. So I said, okay, I'll board the plane. So I went on the plane, and the flight attendant made the mistake of asking, how is your day going? Oh, no. So I told her, and then he walked on the plane right after to count, the, I guess, count to see if everyone was there. And 
he overheard some of it. So again, I was I was way more calm than I am now. So I was just, I explained it and he freaked out and he said, look, if you're making trouble, blah, 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 kick off the plane. Wasn't kicked off the plane, made it home after that, that 35 minute flight home. <laughs> um, there were tears, but, and there I was super tears. grumpy oh. at the flight attendant because I was just so mad. But so yeah, I've been threatened to be kicked off a plane thrice. Thrice. Oh my God. I can't wait for tomorrow's flight. <laughs> I hate flying now. You used to love it. It used to not be awful. They used to feed you. Yeah, and they, they don't used feed you to... on WestJet at all. I know. <sighs> well, tomorrow I'm flying WestJet to Montreal, which is a five and a half hour flight. And then I have a four hour stopover. And then I'm flying Air Canada to Paris. So if it's not Air Canada Rouge, Air Canada Rouge is their budget one where they make you watch movies on your cell phone. Instead of individual screens. You have to download the app. Uh, yeah, I in, think I might in have the it. airport. But I don't want to because I'm hoping it's real Air Canada. Right. Uh, my last flight. I can't remember if it was West. I think it was WestJet. And we were on the plane when they announced that. Yep. Yeah, right before they yeah, closed the gates. But, yep. They on the plane before when they announced that. If you want to uh, have our free entertainment and watch our movies on your devices, you should uh, download the app the next time you're in the terminal. So we couldn't even do it on the plane. Okay, I do have the Air Canada app because they announced that on the Rouge flight to Europe earlier this spring, okay. and I did download it. At that download moment, the WestJet one. Um, I have WestJet. It's the do you have Do you have the WestJet one I for do, theirs? Because I do. Um, I just might, anyway, I might not have Air Canada. I might have erased it. Point is, why can't travel be good anymore? I don't know. Why does everybody have to be so nasty why when they're the, supposed to be giving good service? Why is the food in airports awful, generally? <sighs> Winnipeg Airport has a Stella's. It's, it's actually really great, like where we ate, but it's in the yes, airport. Yes, that's right. And, yes, I mean, and so that's, that's nice. Good. Um, there's a fresh E in parts of Toronto Pearson, but I think it might have closed. Um, I don't know what Montreal has. Not much, if I remember it. Um, I don't know. It could be so nice. It could be okay. I know. It makes me really, really stressed and really, really tired. And, yeah, I have not traveled enough on one airline or one airline partner to actually be up at all in status. So I'm still the lowest status on every airline. Even though you've traveled so much. WestJet is different... Then WestJet and Delta are together, and then Air Canada and United are together. Yeah. And I made a number of trips this in the past two years on WestJet, and I just realized I do have a, a WestJet frequent oh, you flyer have an, number. You have, a year. you have a year to back do that. You can do it on the computer. Really? It takes five minutes. Okay. Next time you're But you only in have town. a year, so you okay. should actually All right. get on. Anyway, so this is the worst podcast ever. Um, what else can we talk about? So I mean, we've just complained for 20 minutes about travel. There are good things about travel. Do tell me what. Um, I have a Nexus card. Ooh, ooh. And you're getting Why one. Why don't you explain what a Nexus card is? A Nexus card is like the trusted traveler card in the state. So you get, you get to go, you get priority screening when you go through security screening. It's, it's easier. It's just better. It's a card. You can get it. It is very handy. So that's that's nice about travel. And my uh, my interview for the Nexus card is coming up in a week. Yep, so you will have one soon too. Totally worth it. I wonder if I should stop by tomorrow and see if they have time to interview me. Yeah. I wonder if they interview on a Saturday. I We can look it up. Mm. I actually need to get my American status changed since I'm on a new visa there. I need to go. Uh. Anyway. So that's a good thing about travel. Um, when Okay, there have been some good things. I think I have to say a couple good things that have happened. You really do. Travel. You have All to right. try to convince me. All at right. Least. So Turkish Airlines, you got Turkish Delight before it took off. Aww. Turkish Delight. That was nice. That's lovely. Singapore Airlines had a snack pantry with Ichiban noodles oh. and vegetarian Ichiban noodles too. That was nice. Really nice. And the food was amazing. You got they a do, menu. Like they a do a beautiful. Menu. They do a beautiful job on Singapore. I I have flown Singapore Airlines. Um, once I had a lounge pass for Air Canada, Deborah gave it to me, and I got to go in the Heathrow or the Gatwick um, arrivals lounge. You can shower. That was nice. 
You nice have to, to shower. It's lovely. You have to be a special person and have special status for that. I though. think you can buy your way or just in. pay. You right. can just pay. I um I was in the Delta Lounge in JFK, and that was actually, you know, it's almost worth it. It was in JFK Airport. It um I think it cost fifty nine dollars. I I got to go in for free, but it was fifty nine dollars for a day pass. There's a full buffet, and you get a certain amount of free alcohol, and I think there are showers, and it's just quiet. And it's really, it's like another world. So if one is paying for things traveling, instead of paying for priority boarding or a better seat, I would pay for the lounge, I think, if I were paying for things. The only problem is you can't be rushing in at the last minute. You have to be there in advance so that you can actually make use of it. And they sell out of day passes. I actually, they stop letting people in because they don't want to turn people away. So I had to talk my way in, even though I was supposed to get in. But um, yeah. So, so that's the travel that's that you have travel. planned. Well, I haven't talked about what I have planned. I just talked about sort of what I did. Um, so I'm going to be in Paris for three days. In those three days, I am going to stay in three different hotels. And I am also, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm just going to wander around Paris. I already had a ticket there. So it was a way from the one. It was a return ticket from an earlier flight this, this right. spring. Since I came from Asia and went back from Europe, this is the second leg of that flight. And then I fly to Scotland, where it goes crazy for three weeks. At the Edinburgh Fringe. Yes, and if anyone's going to be there, if anyone's in the UK, go to Edinburgh. It's insane and fun. And I'll tell you, after having seen Melanie's shows, they're just marvelous. They're just fantastic. Piaf and Brel, The Impossible Concert, it is a... Beautiful production, wonderful singing. Hey, got four and a half stars. I know, I know. Just fantastic. And if you've got any kids, come and bring them to her uh, her opera mouse performance and they will get to come up and audition and sing on the stage and learn something about music. So back to knitting. Actually, what? Nothing. I'm just wondering what you're going to talk about. Let's talk about things we endorse. Deborah and I did that once. Remember, we were driving by a prison and we got in a conversation about things we'd endorse. It's a while ago. You endorse a prison? No, we don't. But that I just remember where I was driving. I and see. We passed a prison. I it see. was a beautiful day. Are you havering? I'm. A, yes, I'm havering. Okay. We're still posting this. Okay. We have nothing else. <laughs> okay. So. Are there any products or foods or anything of late that you would endorse? Shall I begin? Please do. Candy stores. Oh. Not New York City candy stores that say candy store, but they sell cigarettes and newspapers, but old-fashioned candy stores. There's one here in St. Albert. There are several around. Not There are several in New York, but most of those are high-fructose corn syrup sort of candy. I'm talking about... British candy and Danish candy and Swedish candy, those sort of candy stores. You see them a lot in the UK, and we have one here. And you can go into the candy store and get two of these and a handful of that. And they're super nice about that. And they put them in a little bag and weigh them as they they dole them out from the different uh, containers. And it's fun. It's like being a kid again and just, well, have Four of these and six of those. And Except there's no one there to limit you. No, exactly. It's even better than we being a kid. We can just get what we want. And then mom buys it. I know. It's so know. great. And the, the best thing or the most ironic thing about our candy store is... It's British. And right next door... There's a dentist. Our dentist's our office dentist. is right next door to the candy shop. So that's how he stays in business. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So that is something I would endorse. Mom, is there anything else you would endorse? Cold coffee drinks. Please tell us about Tim Hortons is a coffee shop, a Canadian coffee shop. I think they had a bit of a foray into the U.S., but I don't know if they're still there. I don't know if the products are the same. They are still there. I don't know. But they they make an iced cappuccino, and you can have them make it with chocolate milk, or they have 2% milk. Uh, They have different flavors, maple and... Chocolate and I find whatever. them too sweet to be they're honest. Kind of, they're kind of sweet, and then there's the second cup, 
cold coffee drinks. So you've got frappuccinos and blended drinks and iced coffees. Technically, they're called frappes because frappuccino is Starbucks. Right. Okay. Trademark. And then there's Starbucks. It's I really have taken a liking to cold coffee drinks, particularly the blended ones. They're so good. I know. And I make some myself. I make coffee and I freeze it in ice cube trays and then I'll blend some in the morning with some milk or almond milk and make my own. It's delicious. I know. My endorsement is adding mint to things. Ooh. Or, I mean, mint or basil, depending on what you're eating. But fresh, fresh garnish like that makes a huge difference. I've been making fruit smoothies and adding a bit of mint, and it it's so good. So maybe not basil to your fruit smoothie, but mint. But we put the basil on, on the uh, uh, pita pizzas today. Basil? On the pita it's pizza. basil. It could be either. Yes, but you raised me. I did. And it's basil. I put some on our pita pizzas no, 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 today. No, 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 Mom, wind it up. Seriously, do you say basil? Sometimes. It's sort of a 50-50 thing. It comes out differently? Why are you havering about this? Because I'm confused. I thought we talked the same. At times. Go on. You put it on pita. Pita pizzas are also really good. Yep. Yeah. They are. And I keep water in the fridge with mint in, in the water. That's true. Okay, instead of buying all sorts of fancy bottled water to make your own fancy water... You can make cucumber water, or lime water, or apple water, or pear water, or... Or orange or lemon water in the fridge with with mint. That's what I like to do is mint and and lemon, or mint and orange, and then have a pitcher of it. And I just keep refilling it for, you know, about a week. And then I refresh the mint and start all over again. Nice. Delicious. Delicious. Well, I have another product to endorse, and I think Deborah would also like to endorse this, but she's not on the podcast today, no. so I will endorse it, and she can endorse it again later. Okay. The Epilator. Ooh. It might be called something else. I, it's I, Apparently, it's been in Europe for a long time, but Deborah bought one and loved it so much she bought me one, and she kept saying it was life-changing, and I thought she was crazy, but... It's life-changing. Why don't you explain what it is and what it does? Okay, it's a little machine that... About the size of? A vibrator. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. It vibrates. Uh, it's a, It's about four inches tall and one inch across. Okay. And it has these... Instead of... It, it's like a razor. Right. An electric men's razor. But instead of cutting, it's got these things that go around in circles, and you put it up and down your leg, and it catches the hairs and pulls them out. Which hurts like licking acrylic. My mother used to say as she put the pin curls, the bobby pins in my hair to so that I would have pin curls. You have to suffer to be beautiful. Go on. It's worth the suffering. Why? It is life. First, we are from Eastern Europe. Yes. The shtetl in Eastern Europe originally, you know, back a couple generations, and they were a hairy bunch. Yes. And all of a sudden, after much pain and hours of playing with this machine, not a hairy bunch anymore. That's wonderful. I haven't shaved my armpits for a month and a half. Between that and the tractor, people are going to be turning this <laughs> this uh, no, but, podcast off no, immediately. Man, <laughs> it's because there's no hair <laughs> Why are you hitting your face? Oh my gosh, I'm hitting my forehead. Why? <sighs> we're, we're putting this up. You're not editing this out. No. I'm not ashamed of the tractor. They weren't supposed to lock the bathrooms. What was I supposed to do? I had a ticket already. I, back I to the epilator. Fine. The point is, instead of going to a waxing place... And spending a ton of money and wondering if you're going to get like, waxing herpes or something. Because those places are never all that clean. The cheap ones in New York. That are probably money laundering fronts. This, this is so much better. I just, I love it. I'm going to let Deborah talk more about it. Okay. In case you haven't heard quite enough. <laughs> I think after havering on like that, yes. we've heard quite enough. So you, fine, Mom. You then, please, um, one more thing. Endorse one more thing. I will endorse 
newer computers as opposed to old slow computers. Because you don't... Because? Because my desktop computer is fried. I'm using either my mini laptop or a very old, clunky, heavy laptop. It was Savvy Dad's laptop and he wanted it big. Yes, he wanted it large. These... The uh, keyboard is too large for my fingers, and when the cable fellow came to hook up our, um, in, give us internet back and, and hook that up, he just thought it was really curious that these two laptops, they had to operate on a slower level not the 5g or not whatever he called 15. it i had yeah i upgraded my speed and it wouldn't have mattered it would be too fast for both of these laptops but it's good for yours you noticed a difference yes i finally thank you mom have a laptop that is not in pieces and held together by tape and it can make use of the faster yes. internet the bird decorated it a little i need to wipe um. it off before i use it again she was watching movies on it earlier so, yes, I'm looking forward to having a computer that... This is a doesn't... non-endorse. No, I'm endorsing faster computers. I'm looking forward to Savvy Bro telling me what I should get to replace my fried computer. So, for the next section... I know, it's just... it's The hour's taking forever. I know. You know, Mom, it'll be just as bad for the people listening... And there's more of them than there are of us. I just don't have any crafting content. Tell about the bird. How's she doing? The bird is delightful, except when she tries to attack me. She barely does. She she just loves Melanie more than she loves me. She does. Yes, she does. But? But I look after her anyways and feed her. Tell her how much she loves you. She loves Melanie so much. Okay, the bird loves mom. She bathes in mom's hair. She bites her cuticles she off. She wants to dominate me. <laughs> she kind of does. She does. I think she thinks that mom is lower than she is on the evolutionary chain. I think chain. she does. If I am, if I open the refrigerator, she flies to me, lands on my shoulder, walks down my arm to see what I'm going to give her from the refrigerator. And you give her something every time. Well, there's always something in there. and So she's taught you. She has taught me and she dominates me. Yes. And she was at the pet store the other day. When you came to visit me, you put her in boarding school at the yeah, pet yeah, store. Yeah, summer camp. Can you tell about her? Come on, it's really cute. Oh, there's one. She's, she's in a large cage. It's big enough for a cockatoo. And it's shaped. She is an inch long. Yeah, she's not, well, she's not an inch long. Two inches long. long. But no, she's longer than that. With her tail. She's about six. She's not six inches. Five inches long. She's like anyway, inches she's long. a... <laughs> we'll measure her, if we measure her now, she'll kill us. We can't catch yeah, her now. Yeah, she's sleeping. She's sleeping. Is she in the pineapple? She's hiding in the pineapple. Oh, anyways, that's her bed sometimes. Somehow or other, she discovered that one of the bars to the cage that forms the roof at the very top was loose on one side. They had her in a room with other birds, in all, all in cages, and they went in to check on the birds and tend to their food and water, and Colette came zipping past the, the employee <laughs> and buzzed him and flew around the room and landed on her cage. And he had to call another, uh, another uh, employee to come. Don't, don't forget, finches are usually super nervous. Because she's a finch. I mean, yeah, she's a sparrow. sparrow so she's a, a house sparrow is a finch. But looking at her and then looking at the finches in the room, you wouldn't think that you could just scoop them up. No, you wouldn't think that. You wouldn't think that. So somebody else came in and they managed to catch her and they put her in the cage. They checked all the doors. There were, two, there were only two doors and they were both shut. They didn't know how she got out. So they put her in the cage and watched her. She climbed upside down on the roof bars and kind of moved her head until she got she found the one that was loose by making it vibrate and then she snuck out so bad and they have it taped together and zip locked together so she won't get out again and she showed them they put her she back showed and them, she did yeah, it again she yeah. showed them how she came out wiggle wiggle so we got quite the report of 
her adventures at summer camp. If she was on a plane, they probably would have kicked her off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a hard thing to do in flight. So, we're almost out of time. I know everyone's like, thank goodness. No, there's one more story you have to tell. About what? What have we been doing to have internet this past week? Squatting outside Second Cup? And Tim Hortons, that's right. Yes. The two, two places with Wi-Fi. Yes. So, you went outside Second Cup. All right, okay. So, you were having a nap, and I was I bored because there's no one whom I could haver. And so, I, th- <laughs> I thought since I had a ton of work to do... To get, I'm emailing a bunch of bookers and things to get them to come to my show in Scotland. I thought I could just go do it. Actually, at that point, I was downloading my demo video. But anyway, point is, I had to, I needed internet for a few minutes, um, like 40 minutes, to download this video. And I thought, okay, I'm hanging with the bird. We could be hanging in the car outside Second Cup, mm-hmm. and I could just finish this this little Wi-Fi thing I need to do. And so I thought, should I bring my purse? Eh, should I bring the bird? Definitely. <laughs> So I grabbed my phone, luckily, and the bird and the computer, headed over there, and we hung out in the car. It was hot, but not bird-killing hot. There was a thunderstorm on the way, so it was cooler. And I put the, kept the keys in the ignition so I could see the clock. Not that there is a clock. But you though. turned the car off, so it turned was on ex- auxiliary or accessories yeah, you know, or whatever. You don't want to hurt the environment. And all of a sudden, it made an it made a clicking noise. It went. Mm-hmm. And it died. So I needed to call AAA or CAA, depending where you are. Here it's AMA. So I needed to call them to ask for them to come and jumpstart the car. And they said, are you in any danger? And I said, no, if you come, I can't leave the car. It's pretty hot. I have a bird. And they said, what? And I said, yeah, you know, I have a sparrow in the car. So <laughs> they came in seven minutes <laughs> instead of the hour and a half. Uh, and rescued the sparrow and I from the car, and now we have internet. So and I learned my lesson. Don't go out with your sparrow unless you don't kill the battery of the car. Lesson learned. Uh, there might be other lessons, however. Well, like what? Where do I begin? <laughs> <laughs> and with that, I think we're done. I think so. I'm very sorry that we did not have more knitting content. This is probably the worst podcast we've ever done. But we've had a good time. I think so. Should we end with a very useful fact we each make up about knitting on the spot? I have one. Okay. All right. And probably the listeners would know this already. But when I made the babble hat and I had to use two different colors of yarn on a row, I would knit... One color using the throwing method and the other color with the picking method. So I was able to keep the yarn in two separate hands and there was a lot less switching around. So that's my little hint. And probably all of you experienced knitters do something similar to that. Well, I meant more made-up fact. So my made-up fact about knitting is... Oh, I'm sorry. You have one more thing you need to talk about. What? What? You left out the most important knitting content of the Fringe Festival in Winnipeg. Oh, no. Do I have to right now? (laughs) Well, this would be your knitting fact. Okay, Okay, my knitting fact is kids love to knit. So I ran a knitting workshop. It's the knitting workshop. Yes. Can you you tell? Mom was there. Mom, I can't even. Can you please... So as part of the kids' fringe, there are free activities for children. And Melanie offered to run a knitting workshop for children. Yeah, so we did finger knitting or hand, finger weaving. So finger knitting. And we also did knitted bracelets. And we uh, strung beads on yarn. Because I'm an expert. Because you're an expert. Someone left beads out. And that's I was there for several hours over the last couple weeks. Turning kids to the knitting side. There you go. And I guess my fact is, if your kid comes home finger knitting in Winnipeg, it's probably my fault. Probably. It's not really a fact. (laughs) Okay, with that, next week, travel podcast. Hurrah! Hopefully there will not be a story about getting kicked off the airplane. It's neat and it's sweet, it's a 
Ding dong tree. Little socks for little feet. Just knitting with your knitting all day long. You know, knitting's friendly and knitting's fun. Knitting's good for everyone, and that is why we sing this knitting song. Thank you so much for listening to the Savvy Girls Podcast. If you'd like to reach us, I'm in Europe. Good luck. But <laughs> you can email me, Melanie, at... What? Email me, Melanie at SavvyGirls.ca. Email mom, the Savvy Mom on Ravelry. Email mom. Email Deborah and everybody. Tell her to start podcasting and stop being lazy about this. Because she actually has knitting content. She really does. She does. We're on Twitter, Savvy Girls PCAST. We're on Facebook, Savvy Girls Podcast. One, two, three. Ten to your knitting, kitten. And sorry for the episode. Well, don't shout. I'll shout. I'll shout if I want to. And do you know why?